Assalamu alaikum, it's your host Noshin and welcome back to another episode of Journey to Jannah. As you can probably tell from the title, we will be talking about the importance of friends from an Islamic perspective and the influence that they can have on you. On social media and in real life, I see tons of people choosing to be friends with others that just aren't a positive influence on them and sometimes they actually have a negative influence and cause you to change negatively. Especially in the Muslim community, I hear this often because we mistake what true friends are. We think they're just people that we can talk to since we have a common interest. Like, maybe you both love Gilmore Girls and think Rory and Tristan should have been endgame. Or maybe you're both on the soccer team or go to the same school or live right next door to each other so the friendship is convenient. And don't get me wrong, all of these things are amazing starts to friendships with people. Enjoying common things are amazing things to bond over. These people that you call friends may be people that will defend your name when you're not there. And I mean, they should be like this. They'll give you a hug when you need it and will comfort you when you're at a low and will help you get back to your high. But that doesn't change the fact that you need to go over a lot of other things before you truly let them into your life. And I don't mean just by telling them about your past or confining in them with things you wouldn't tell anyone else. I mean by letting them into a position where they're able to influence who you are as a person. In Surah Al-Imran, verse number 118, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O you who believe, do not take intimate friends from outside yourself who will spare no pains to ruin you and who live what harms you. Let's think a little deeper into this verse. Who and what we surround ourselves with has an immense influence on us. Our friends can help us become braver and kinder or they can turn us into selfish and aggressive beings. People who bring you to do the second, I would not consider a true friend. I mean, they may be someone who defends your name in your absence. They may be someone who will always be there for you. But if they lead you astray and into a position that, you know, again, no friend would want you to put you in, then they're not a true friend. Because would a true friend ever even think about trying to influence you to become someone that is selfish and rude and arrogant? Or would they want the best for you and try to help you and become better by being honest and giving kind advice? And no, before you ask, they don't need to be Muslim. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has clearly shown his preferences for us being friends with Muslims. In Surah Al-Imran, verse number 28, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Let not the believers take the unbelievers as allies in preference to the believers. And whoever does that, then he has nothing to do with Allah unless it be that you merely take precautions against them. We all have our own situations. Who knows? Now, let's just say that you have a friend. They're Muslim and your closest friend out of anyone on this planet. They are the person you are the most closest with outside of the family. Both of you are doing well and it's a good friendship based on everything I've said so far and it's healthy for you. But then one day they tell you that they now have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Now, of course, in your position, the best thing to do is to advise them about haram relationships. That is the healthy and again the right thing to do being as close as you are to them and they answer something along the lines of i just love them too much but i'll try to make it halal positive answer right but let's just say a week goes by and they admit to committing some form of zina now again the best thing to do here is to advise them on halal and haram however and this may be a hard pill for some of you to swallow there's only so much you can do and say there's a limit on time before what they do gets to you in other words it's either you guide them or be guided by them and by guided it can mean a negative or a positive thing in this situation it would mean you guiding them out of haram relationship or them guiding you into a haram relationship and yes there is a gray area here but the important thing to do is protect yourself of course you can say but that's not going to happen to me even if i do hang out with them 
protect yourself so that you are in absolutely no position of that happening protect yourself and this is especially helpful if you know you're someone that gets influenced really really easily of course they're your closest friend but when someone loses themselves like that if you don't close yourself off to some limit you're going to be going rolling down the lines right along with them be there for them as they try their hardest to get out of whatever haram circumstances they've placed themselves in however if they don't um i feel like we all know at some point that it's simply too late and coming from me that's a lot because i love to give everyone the benefit of the doubt i love to give second chances even though sometimes it's detrimental to myself which is why i had to stop myself and think if staying with someone to help them is making me change negatively if it's affecting my dean negatively is it even something that's worth doing does that person mean so much to me that i would allow putting myself in a position where i have a high chance of losing the dean that i worked so so hard for the answer for me was no and for all of you if you ever end up in a predicament such as this one it should also be no and i know it can be hard i know that the memories that you share with that person the time you've spent the inside jokes you two hold and alhamdulillah for all of that but sometimes you just need to let go separating and going your different ways isn't a bad thing it's just that they've chosen their path and you've chosen yours i know a lot of other people myself included have gone through a situation like this so i wanted to give out the advice in simple terms think about it like this on one hand you have your love of allah on the other you have your love for them now rank them where does allah go and where do they go of course allah is going to go first why? Because your love for him is higher and more immense than it will ever be for that friend. Now you may be asking, why are you even asking me that? Shouldn't it be common sense? Well, I ask because when you leave something or someone for the sake of Allah, it's because you love Allah more than that thing or that person. That is the only reason, because Allah's love is above everything else. And you know what's beautiful about this? There's actually a hadith where the Prophet ﷺ says, You will never leave something for the sake of Allah, but Allah will give you something better in return. Allah knows that you are leaving something harmful. He sees you and what you're doing. He knows that it may be something you love, yet you're leaving it for the sake of Allah, and He will reward you for it. Maybe not now, but sometime in the near future. And I'm bringing this up because we as believers should be uplifting one another and constantly helping, advising to help each other grow as much as possible. In Bukhari, it's narrated that the Prophet, peace be upon him, says, The believers are like a building. They support and strengthen each other. Find friends that will bring out the best Muslim in you. Find friends that will help soften your heart and will help you do good deeds long after they're gone. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala would be happy of you having. I have this one friend, alhamdulillah. I met her through social media. She's an amazing person. I posted this photo where I was holding a bouquet of roses and my aura was showing because my sleeves were riding up and you could see my forearms. I decided to go ahead and post it anyway and 30 minutes after I posted it, I received a DM from her. She had sent me the post and in literally the sweetest way, she goes, and let me pull up the text and um, see what it says. Hey girl, you look so beautiful as usual, but I thought I'd tell you this as a friend. I'm in no way judging or looking at you negatively, just helping. My mom would always tell me that your shirt is supposed to go past your wrist or at least up until your wrist. So I want to let you know just in case you didn't know. And then she added a bunch of um, heart emojis afterwards. So obviously I took the post down. It's no longer up. But um, honestly, before that point, I had never ever had a single person besides my parents advise me for some sin that I had committed. And honestly, the fact that she cared, that honestly meant so much to me 
and i mean just reading that message again makes me want to cry because again it shows that she cares and there's no other way that anyone could show that they truly care about you than showing that they care about your akhirah and your relationship with your deen and with allah after that i honestly reanalyzed every single friend i had and i realized my company needed to change it wasn't like the people that i hung out with were bad you know it was actually the opposite they helped me stay focused on school and stay away from bad things but at the end of the day i knew that having muslim friends that would go out of their way to do things like what she had done was the only way that i would truly be able to grow myself and that will be the case for most of you for some of you it may not be but for me that's the way i knew it would be since having knowing myself having that outside influence and support system would bring me to a higher place than i'm at right now and i know i've been talking a lot about friends and how they have an influence on us but now let's talk about how we can have an influence on them and furthermore how we should be treating them so first off know that you can be the person that creates negativity for other people and you can also be the person who created a positive change in your friends you can say things like why don't we wait 10 minutes for duha prayer to come so we can pray and then leave to go to the mall that's having a positive influence it's always the little things the subconscious things that some won't notice now if you do say something like this and they say something along the lines of when did you get so religious honestly like personally i just wouldn't really hang out with them anymore because when i tell you how much of an ick that is i can't even begin to explain and if you're trying to become closer to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they should be supporting you and not giving negative comments like that they're so backhanded and off-putting they again should be supporting you anyways the point of it is that you should try your best and they should also try your best it's a 50 50 situation now when it comes to how you should be treating them i'm just going to be going over a bunch of uh, things that i honestly feel like are no-brainers all common sense so you should be treating them with kindness respecting them their opinions and their privacy standing up for them even if they're not there with you at the moment being concerned for their safety and having conversations when they're doing something harmful in order to help them because you care for them and just you know being there for them when they need you and then we can go on to little gestures to show that you care and appreciate them do nice things like um maybe buying them presents from time to time or maybe if you like to bake bake them something every now and then um or like if you like to draw draw them something like imagine receiving a homemade cake or something from a friend i promise you i will never stop being your friend if you do that that's the sweetest thing and honestly what i do is i think about what i would want or just like if i'm scrolling through pinterest or tiktok and i want something i'll save it for an idea for later and then do that thing for somebody else and obviously you have to think about whether they would like it as well it's not just about you you're doing this for them but in my opinion it's sort of kind of an easier way of doing things because i am horrible at thinking of things to do for people or picking presents since i always think they'll end up hating it and this method just has helped me so much with ideas and again please 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 think of them too the gifts and gestures are for them think about if they'll appreciate the gift as well you're putting in a lot of time and effort and friendships where you put in this kind of time and effort are the ones that mean the most why because you need to turn yourself into a selfless person both of you need to that is what's going to be creating a lifelong friendship with someone in islam we have the concept of soulmates but soulmates don't only come in the form of a wife or a husband they also come in the form of friends i know a lot of us like to call them platonic soulmates and i hope all of you find your platonic soulmate i pray that you guys will meet again in the plains of jannatul for those and will embrace each other with the happiest of hugs i pray all of you find your lifelong friend and partner in crime i hope you took out some beneficial knowledge from what i've said and i know some of you may not agree with some of the things that i've said but it's just um some food for thought think about it and reflect this is your host and assalamu